Life's Storms. Kira loved the sound of the wind rushing through the woodland. Earthy and rustic, it spoke of invisible worlds and steadfast powers beyond human control. Blades of spring grass poked up from last winter's mulch and buds swelled in the promise of better things to come. She sighed. If only... The sun had crested over an hour ago and she must return to her apartment, then off to her shrill and system workplace, always maintaining a calm, professional demeanor. A redbird alighted on a fence post, chirping in an attractive, lilting tune. Why can't I be a bird? Kiara, her sister's voice. Myra always knew where to look. Kiara stepped from the shadows and into the field. Yes, there you are, Myra jogged forward. Let's go to the lake. Mother left a cold supper in the kitchen and the boys won't be back for another couple of hours. A thrill ignited Kiara's imagination. You think we could? Doubt quickly cooled the spark to mere ash. But I should prepare for... Another work day? Myra gripped her sister's arm and tugged. You're always working, and when you die, your spirit will float about this beautiful planet, wondering why you ever lived. Aching pressure surged against an inner wall, splashing over the ramparts. Tears filled Kara's eyes. The two women stood on the rocky shore, surrounded by cliffs held together by a phalanx of trees, ripples scurrying across the blue-green water. A tall, lean man strolled toward them, waves splashing his toes. Shock filled Kira as she stared wide-eyed. What's Jagan doing here? Myra kept her eyes glued on the horizon. Does he have to have a reason? Images of the muddy water, floating debris, homes half-submerged in the flooded plain filled her mind. She had lost loved ones in the disaster. The funerals never seemed to end. Then they did, and everyone returned to work and normal lives. Normal? What does that mean? I thought he moved up north, away from... Myra shot her a glance. He did, but now he's back. He doesn't have family here, not anymore. Scuffing a bare toe against a smooth rock, Myra rubbed a fish-shaped pendant hanging around her neck. Doesn't he? With a snort, Kira tossed her head. Jagan stopped and nodded, his eyes reflecting grief mingled with endurance. I was down the shore and saw you. Hope I'm not interrupting. Myra hugged her sister's arm. Of course not. Mother's made enough supper for a spring festival. Come and join us. The boys would love to see you. They've been working on a kite. His gaze glancing off Kiara. Jagan waited. Words tumbled from Kiara's lips before she knew what she was about. Certainly. Come and be welcome. I have to return to work so someone should enjoy... What? Life? She blushed in confusion. Ignoring the unfinished thought, Jagan fell in step between the two women as they headed back to a small blue Honda. You're still at the same place? Kira nodded. Same work, same family, same everything. Myra's tiny head shake obliterated the lie. The tiny woman pulled out her keys and slid into the driver's seat. You two sitting back and don't tell me how to drive. After supper, Jagan met Kiara in the kitchen as she wiped the wooden table free of spots and crumbs. He tugged a towel off the rack and started drying the dishes. Keeping busy helps, doesn't it? Her throat tightening, 
Kiara kept her gaze glued to the polished surface. I moved away. Thought I'd find peace if I didn't run into a memory every time I turned around. The distant sound of rumbling thunder echoed off the hills. But now you've returned. For good? He smiled and lifted the clean stack of plates onto the middle shelf. For good. That's funny. I hardly know. With a shrug, Kiara dismissed his honesty. I like to keep busy. Productive. She squeezed a sponge and laid it neatly on the soap dish. Not a problem. Jane leaned against the sink and nodded. That's good. I hated it when I couldn't feel anything anymore. Just a vague unease, like something was supposed to be inside of me that wasn't. The wind picked up and the branches swished against each other, groaning in stormy delight. A shiver ran down Kiara's arms. I should have headed back to my apartment this afternoon, but I got caught up in the spring sunshine and Myra and Mom wanted... You know, she sighed. I'll have to get up extra early tomorrow to make the drive if I want to get work, get to work on time and do stuff. With a playful twinkle, Jagan twitched the towel at Kiara. Love doing stuff, do you? Laughter bubbled inside Kiara. You betcha. The more stuff, the better. I'm one of the best stuffers. Suddenly, as if she'd been stripped of every article of clothing like in a horrible nightmare, left without a single defense, choking tears killed all joy. Jagan didn't ask. He simply took her in his arms and held her, softly, without possession, advice, or comment. Her tears stained his brown shirt, but she couldn't stop them. She hung on and let the tears do their work. After a deep, calming breath, she pulled away. I still have to go tomorrow, he nodded. And you'll manage another productive day. I will, she looked up and met his eyes. And you? I'm home now. Grief can find me whether I work or play. Rain pounded the roof and beaded the window. A breeze sashayed into the kitchen. I wish I were a bird. Jagan took her hand, led her to the doorway, and flung open the door. Messy drops drizzled and splattered. He pointed to the treetops where a nest swayed in the wind. Queasiness unsettled Kara's balance. How do they stand it? He gripped her hand tighter. It's home. Home? The place where you face life's storms. As the drop slowed, Kira relaxed, peace enveloping her. Home isn't a place, it's a presence. For the first time in forever, her soul flew.